up, everybody? I'm Bob Walters. Welcome to the Locked Up Sports Weekend Wrap-Up, brought to you by SeatGeek. SeatGeek, a better place to buy tickets. Enter the promo code LOCKEDUPSPORTS at checkout. Receive $20 off your order. This is the Locked Up Sports Wrap-Up Show, and we give you all the happenings around the world of sports in 30 minutes. Welcome to the show, everybody. Again, thank you to Ryan McGordy for coming on the show on Friday. Excellent job. We went over World Cup. We talked Jets and Giants. And we'll get you ready for your weekend. I hope everybody had a good weekend. Um, I go back to work tomorrow. My first day back in three weeks. A three-week vacation. That's right. Three-week vacation. Get a union. Um, so I'm ready to, you know, I'm not really ready to go back. Usually after these three weeks, I'm like, ah, I'm ready to go back. You know, I'm driving myself crazy. Nothing to do. But this time, I'm not really ready to go back. I don't really want to go back, but unfortunately, I did not hit the lotto over these three weeks, so back I go. Now, there's only one place we could start here today, and that's with the New York Jets. The Jets went into New England. I said I thought they were going to win. I thought they were the better team, and they laid an egg. The Jets completely laid an egg. It was a crushing loss. Don't get me wrong. The way they lost was crushing on a basically a walk-off punt return. Doesn't get much worse than that. But they didn't deserve to win the game. I'm not sure New England deserved to win the game, but the Jets certainly did not deserve to win the game. They did not play well. Zach Wilson took steps back in his development. He's got a long way to go. It, now, now the questions are going to come back. Is he the franchise quarterback? Is he the guy? Can he take this team to the playoffs? Should they start looking for a quarterback? It's going to be the same thing, the same questions you heard after the last New England game. You're going to hear them all this week. Zach Wilson was 9 of 22, 77 yards. 9 of 22, 77 yards. Those are not numbers that that will keep you in this league, period. The Jets had a total of 103 yards offense. They had 44 passing yards. 59 rushing yards. They only had six six first downs. Six first downs. They were three for 14 on third down. Just, it was awful. It was awfully played game by both teams. New England was a little better. Their numbers are at least respectable. 300 total yards. Almost 200 passing yards. 99 rushing yards. I mean, 13 first downs. Neither team could do anything on third down. Jets were three for 14. New England was four for 15. And then it ends basically in the most Jets way you could possibly end with a a walk-off punt return. I mean, it uh, (laughs) crushing. I feel for the Jets fans, I do, because they were looking good. They fooled me. They fooled everybody. Zach Wilson played excellent last week, and it was just, you didn't think it could be worse than the first Patriots game. The way he played, he played worse. This was about as bad as it gets. And, you know, Giants fans were coming to you next. I mean, they weren't, you guys weren't much better. But the Jets, you know, the Giants could kind of afford this loss. They were playing shorthanded. The Jets could not. The Jets are six and four now. It, it just doesn't look good. It did not look good today. This is a step back for the quarterback, a step back for the coach. Even if they won, I mean, I'd be saying this even if they won this game six three or something, they kicked the, you know, in overtime. The way they lost was very Jets-esque. You know, like I said, you got to feel for the fans a little bit because 
you know, the, you know it's just the Jets. It's the Jets. It really is. 10-3 is the final. Mac um Mac Jones with the punt return to 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 win it basically in the last waning seconds of the game there was 7 seconds left when he when he scored and you know what can you say the team was terrible they played terrible were they un- unprepared coming into the game I don't know I don't want to say that I don't want to say they you know they looked you could say that you could say that they were unprepared you know, this was the biggest game the Jets have played in a long time. Coming off a bye. I mean, you're coming off a bye, and that's what you give us? Three points, two yards of offense in the second half. You had two weeks to prepare for this game, and your quarterback went 9 for 22 for 77 yards. Coach has got to shoulder some of the blame here. Got to. You cannot come off a bye and put up a performance like that. You cannot. You're supposed to have be extra prepared coming off the bye. Extra prepared. The Patriots, you're six and four. You're surprising everybody. You're in the wild card spot. The Bills have lost two in a row. It looks like the division could be up for grabs. And the Jets come out and lay a stinker like that. You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me with that. The Bills got back on track in Detroit because they had to play, you know, in Detroit because of the snow. So the Bills got back on track. They played better. They won. They play on. They play the Lions on Thanksgiving. But you have got to come out better. Out of the bye, you have got to come out better than that. He's got to have this team more prepared. They cannot come out and play like that. I mean that 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 was just that was horrendous football, all the way around, all the way around. That was trem- that was terrible. It was almost unwatchable. If it wasn't such a big game, it'd be unwatchable. Now the Jets go back home. Doesn't get easier. I mean, they got the Bears. And then they got the Vikings and the Bills again. So let's say they even win the Bears game. You're seven and four, and then they're gonna lose the next two. I can't imagine I mean, listen, the way the Vikings played today, who knows? This team could very well be seven and six now. Heading into the middle of December. This was a huge game. This was a game they could have they it was there. It was there to be won. With the way New England played, the Jets could have, you know, two touchdowns would have killed this game. And Brett was right. Give Brett, I'll give Brett credit. He said it was going to be a field goal game. And he, he's barely right because it was only two field goals. Two field goals and a punt return. That game, it couldn't get worse for the Jets than it was today. They could not do anything. They could not. Neither team could move the ball, but the Jets really couldn't move the ball. At least New England went up and down a little bit, the field. The Jets punted the ball 10 times. 10 punts. Yards of offense in the second half. 104 yards of total offense in the game. Three first downs. Off the bye. I'm sorry, but the coach has got to take some of the blame for this. The coach and then the quarterback is second. Because he was terrible. 9 of 22, 77 yards. He was missing receivers. I mean, that's like 40%. 40%. You know, you're not going to have a job in this league. You put, you throw 40% completion rate. So the Jets and Jets fans, I'm sorry. I really am. It's not. It It should. They, you deserved better. You deserve better than this. This was a big game. Jets fans all week were pumped going into this thing. 
They thought they would win. I thought they would win. I think they were the better team going into the game. You know, and like once again, you know, now it's just now you get the feeling: Will they ever beat the Patriots? Will they ever beat Belichick? Seven straight years, fourteen straight losses. Man, that was rough. That was rough to watch. And then at the same time, going on at the same time at MetLife Stadium was the Giants, who weren't much better. Now, the Giants were shorthanded. We, we said all week that Daniel Jones did not have receivers. He was basically throwing the ball to the guys who were going to be delivering your Amazon pack, packages for Christmas. And the Giants went out there and they lost to the Detroit Lions, who have now won three in a row. 31 to 18, and it was never really close. Giants scored on their opening drive, miss, missed the extra point, and from there it wasn't even close. Daniel Jones finished 27 of 44, 341 yards, a touchdown and two picks. And don't let the yards fool you, it was because they were, they were fighting from behind for most of this game. They scored no points in the second quarter, no points in the third quarter. They did not look good. They really, you know, with the Giants, Saquon Barkley was invisible. Nowhere to be found today. 15 carries for 22 yards. And I told you two weeks ago that this is what teams were going to do. They're going to shut down Barkley and they're going to tell Daniel Jones, you beat us. And I don't know if he's capable of that. He showed today that he's not. Detroit's not exactly the 85 Bears or the 2,000 Ravens defense. They were a terrible defense. And the Giants could do nothing. No points in the second quarter, no points in the third quarter against the worst defense in football. And then the Giants defense, who we were praising for, you know, however many weeks, gave up 31 points. Now the Lions are a good offensive team, but 31 points, you, you can't give up 30 points and expect to win, especially with the offense the Giants have. So they took Barkley out of the game, basically. They stacked the box. They said Barkley's not beating us, and Daniel Jones couldn't beat them. And that's now the second time that that has happened in three weeks. And I, you know, Daniel Jones is no is not a good quarterback. He's not the kind of quarterback that can win games for you by himself. He just can't. Without but this team has been a hundred percent Barkley. Jones has played okay. He's kind of you know he hasn't lost the games. He uses his legs to extend plays. He runs. He was their leading rusher today, fifty yards. But the defense, again, the defense was no good. Now, give Daniel Jones a little bit of a break. He had nobody to throw to. There were no receivers. Nobody was getting open. But he threw two picks. One of them was bad. And the Giants are now 7-3. and three. They also would be in the playoffs if it were to start today. So both New York teams are still in playoff position. Neither of the teams look like they're going to the playoffs. If you looked at today's games, it doesn't get any easier because now this makes Thursday's game on Thanksgiving in Dallas a must-win. And Dallas destroyed the Vikings this afternoon. 38-3 was the last I saw. I don't even know what it finished as. 38-3. The Vikings, after a miracle win last week, came out and just played terrible. 
That game was over. They couldn't block anybody in Dallas. Dallas had seven sacks. And now the Giants go into Dallas on Thanksgiving needing to win the game. You can forget about the division if you get swept by Dallas because Dallas now looks like they're good. Washington won their fifth game in a row. It's really tightening up. It's really tightening up and teams are starting to play better. And now is money time these next couple weeks and neither team showed up today. Giants or the Jets. 40-3 to was the final in the Dallas game. 40-3 to over the number two seed, one lost, previously one lost Vikings on the road in Minnesota. Vikings been playing with fire. Kind of cardiac kids the last couple of weeks. And it all came crashing down today as Dallas played great. Seven sacks. Pollard was all over the field. 15 carries, 80 yards. He was their leading rusher. He also was their leading receiver with over 100 yards receiving. He had two touchdowns. I mean, it's not going to be easy for the Giants. It's not going to be easy. And it doesn't get any easier for the Giants anyway after that even. Giants now have one of the tougher schedules in the league. You know, that just, it is what it is. They got one of the tougher schedules in the league. They got Dallas on Thursday. And then what you do is you get 10 days off at least. But after that, let me just bring it up here. They got Dallas Thursday. Then they got Washington coming to Giants uh, to MetLife on December 4th. And then the Eagles. That's right. They got the, the division they play. So now the next three weeks will decide the Giants season. Are they a playoff team or are they not? And we're going to find out over the next three weeks. They have to win two of the three. And to be honest with you, the only game they can really afford to lose is the Washington game. You have to, you can't get swept. I guess they could lose the Eagles, but then they're going to be forced to beat them on the road in Philadelphia. So you got in Dallas on Thursday, home against Washington, home against the Eagles. Those three games are going to determine whether the New York Giants are a playoff team or not. But today, they certainly didn't look like one. And Detroit played well. Detroit played well today. Give Detroit credit. They, you know, they, they, they schemed well against the Giants. And that's what everyone's going to do. They, you know, Daniel Jones is going to have to learn to win the game. He can't be, you know, he can't be like he was today. You can't be 27 of 44. First of all, if Daniel Jones throws the ball 44 times, you know, you're not going to win. I get it. They were down and he had to throw the ball a bunch of times. But, you know, if you throw the ball 44 times with Daniel Jones, you're not going to win the football game. And Barkley, you know, they, they, they shut Barkley down. That's what happened. So now the Giants, Thanksgiving, it was a big win. It was a big game either way. Now I think it's a must win. Now I think it, it's it's probably a must win. Elsewhere around the league, today you got the uh, right now. All I can tell you is that the Chargers are up seven six on the Chiefs second quarter. Tomorrow night you got the Niners and the Cardinals. 
not exactly a great Monday night game. But let's see what we have here for the rest of the week. The Eagles getting a last-second win, rebounding. Jeff Saturday gets his first loss as a coach in Indianapolis. 17-16 Eagles winners there. Washington won their fifth in a row. You know, Washington all of a sudden, watch out. They're all of a sudden 6-5. and five. A game behind the Giants. A game behind Dallas. You know, so the division is real tight now. And the Giants are going to go right through the division in the next three weeks. That's going to determine the season. Those next three weeks. Um, the Rams lost again. I mean, the Rams. It, I, have, I, I can't remember a Super Bowl champion, you know, being as bad as the Rams have been. I get it. Cooper Cup is down. But Matthew Stafford just looks old. He looks like he got old real quick. And since the Super Bowl, I mean, you're talking Hall of Fame. He still might be a Hall of Famer. I have to look at his numbers, but I, I think he still might be a Hall of Famer. But he has been terrible this year. They lose to the Rams in New Orleans 27-20. The Bills and the Browns. Bills put up 31 points. They win 31-23, and it wasn't even that close. It wasn't as close as the score. The Browns got a late touchdown. But the Bills now 7-3. and three. Get back on the winning streak. Get back on the winning side. After two straight losses. After Josh Allen played terrible. Was throwing the ball all over. Too many picks. Too many turnovers today. 18-27. to 27, 197. A touchdown and no picks. They ran the ball well. They ran it right down the throat to the Browns. But the Bills now 7-3. and three, A game behind the Dolphins. Who sat with a bye this week and watched. And they watched as the Jets and, and New England looked terrible. The Bills looked good, but the Jets and New England looked terrible. Ravens 13, Panthers 3. The Raiders with a overtime win in Denver. Russell Wilson looked serviceable today at least. He wasn't terrible. 24-31, 247, but he couldn't get the ball in the end zone for him. They kicked a bunch of field goals, and they lose. The Raiders are now 3-7. and seven. The Raiders owner said the coach is not going to get fired, so it doesn't look like he's going anywhere anytime soon. What else? The Cowboys, 40-3. We already talked about that. The Bengals. Bengals survived a rivalry game in Pittsburgh. Listen, Pittsburgh's no good. They're rebuilding. But Pittsburgh is always tough to play. And the Bengals and Pittsburgh is a rivalry game. Bengals get out of there with a win. That's really all they could ask for. You know, no style points there. Just get away with a win. And like I said, the Chargers 7-6 in the lead late first quarter in that one. So, you know, just to recap here, the Jets, terrible. Terrible. Coming out of the bye and putting on that disaster of a display, terrible. The coach needs to be, you know, take a lot of blame. The quarterback was terrible. Everything about the Jets today was no good. And you could even throw the special teams in there because that lost them the game. The guy made, you know, listen, the guy, he got some blocks. He cut it to the inside and he was gone. You know, he made one guy miss and he was gone. And that's what happens with punt returns. The Giants, terrible. 
31 18 losers. Saquon Barkley was nowhere to be found. 22 yards rushing. Detroit did what other teams are going to do. And if you don't think other teams are watching that, you're crazy. If you don't think you're going to see eight in the box now for every game going forward, you're crazy. So it is going to be up to Daniel Jones because Saquon Barkley is not Superman. When they decide they want to take him out of the game, they're going to take him out of the game, the other team. I mean, it's not like he had four carries today for 22 yards. He had 15 carries for 22 yards. There was just nowhere to run. The offensive line was not good, and Daniel Jones was not good. He threw picks. He just was not good today, and he's going to have to be better. They want to go into Dallas on Thanksgiving and win. On Saturday, we had college, and when you looked at the schedule in college, it didn't look like many good games, to be honest with you. It was kind of like, eh, all right, these aren't, you know, the teams in the top 10 are not going to have too much of a trouble. Well, you know, you were wrong. I was wrong. Everybody was wrong. Michigan and TCU were two of the schools in the top 10 that really had issues and really probably should have lost their games. Both won with last-second field goals. Both survived. Ohio State had issues. Michigan against Michigan was against Illinois. You know, that was going to be Illinois is a tough team. Illinois is not great, but they're a tough team. Ohio State played Maryland, and that was the game of the day, I think, as far as I can say. Maryland played their ass off. It was 43 to 30 was the final, but it really wasn't. It was closer than that. Ohio State got a touchdown on the last play of the game on a turnover. But Maryland came close, and Maryland almost beat Ohio State. Georgia and Kentucky, Georgia, only 16 to 6 winners. All kinds of issues. Tennessee out, they lost, and Tennessee lost bad. Tennessee 63 to 38 was the final there. 63 to 38. Tennessee gave up 63 points. So just when you thought the Vols were back, might make it to the playoff, that's it. They're out now. I mean, you know, you can't get 65, 63 points. What the hell are you doing? That was the night game, too. That wasn't even close. Notre Dame played well. If you're a Notre Dame fan, they blew out BC. BC's not very good. Elsewhere in the top 10, you had number 8 Alabama. They were 34 winners, but it was Austin P is who they played, so they basically didn't play anybody. You don't get any points for that. Number 10, Utah lost to number 12, Oregon, 20 to 17. And Penn State beat Rutgers 55-10. to 10. So now the top four teams, top five teams, they all won. I'm sorry, not the top five. The top four teams won. Tennessee is number five. They lost. Tennessee is going to drop. Alabama is going to go up probably to six. Because uh, USC beat UCLA. USC, I'm sorry. Yes, USC beat UCLA in a wild one. 48 to 45. So, listen, it'll be interesting to see. It's going to be Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU again, top four. And it sets up for a showdown next week at the Horseshoe. 
number two, Ohio State, number three, Michigan. And that's going to be your game of the year right there. For once, it's not in the SEC. It's going to be in the Big Ten now. I mean, Michigan-Ohio State's always a great game. It's always a, you know, you got to watch it. But now it's number two and number three. It's going to be in the horseshoe. It's going to be 100,000 there screaming. It's going to be a great game. And I think Michigan will beat them. I think Michigan will beat them. If you're interested, the World Cup got up underway today. There was one game, Ecuador, 2 nothing winners over the host country, uh, Qatar. And the big news out of the, the World Cup seems to be the the way Fox is just, you know, heaping praise on this country that has human right rights issues that got that seems to have got the bid to the World Cup by bribing people. And if you look at the if you look go on Twitter, you see it's all over. Fox is just heaping praise, and if you look at the BBC and other news networks, they're killing them. They're killing the country. So, I mean, take from it what you will out of that. The U.S. will play tomorrow. They play Wales. You got to beat Wales. No excuse to go in there and and lose to Wales. You got to beat Wales. You got to get out of this group. You got to get to the elimination games, and then we can talk from there. But I don't want to hear Iran. You know, you heard McGordy telling you the other day, Iran's good. I don't want to hear Iran. Listen, you can't lose to Iran if you're the United States. And you can't lose to Wales if you're the United States. You want to, you, you could lose to England. Get out of the group, get into the elimination stage. And, you know, then, you know, people will start paying attention. I did not watch the game today. I was watching the football games. I don't think many people did, to be honest with you. So that pretty much wraps it up here for today. Jets and Giants, major disappointments today. Major disappointments. Giants Thursday on on Thanksgiving in Dallas must win. So we'll see. We'll see what they do. Daniel Jones, you better get your act together. And Zach Wilson, you better really get your act together. And Robert Sala, you know, there's no excuse for your team coming out of the bye and playing like they did today. So that's pretty much it for us here. We want to thank you for listening. We hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. We will talk to you on Black Friday. Probably after the U.S. game, we'll, we'll, we'll record. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We leave you with some sounds from the, week that was, from the weekend that was in the world of sports. 41-yard effort, middle of the field for the win. Snap, hold. Kick Griffin Kale, plenty on it, and Griffin Kale has nailed it. Wow! How about that, boys? The Frogs survive here in Waco. Odom misses the front end of a one and one. Got to be careful not to give up a three or foul here. Oh my God! Cooper Rob hits a three, a step beyond half court from the left. On senior day, Jake Moody sends him out. Snap is good. Ball is placed down. The kick is on the way. And the kick is good. Jake Moody from 35 yards gives the Wolverines the lead 19 to 17 with nine seconds remaining.
Carl. Oh, TJ Watt, did he pick that? Oh my goodness, what a job by TJ Watt. This is going to be one of the best interceptions, Greg, that you'll ever see. From that rush, Jones steps into it, throws a little high, and it's intercepted. It's picked off by Kirby Joseph, the rookie, with blocks into Giants territory. Joseph all the way down to the 41. Recovers himself out wide. Preciado sends in the cross. It's brought it's Valencia. Enter Valencia has now scored five consecutive World Cup goals for Ecuador. And Latree are running away with this one right now. From the 16-yard line, Marcus Jones. Got a block from Schooler. Here he goes. He's going to try to beat the putter. He does. He's gone. And that is a touchdown. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to let everyone know by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or on our website at LockedUpSports.net. Remember, you can also find us on your favorite social media site, on Twitter at LockedUpSports, on the gram at Locked underscore up underscore sports. Join our Facebook group, Locked Up Sports, or on TikTok at Locked Up Sports Show. Now you can catch all the latest from Locked Up Sports anytime. Thanks for listening.